0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for listening to this, the Blunder Sports Channel podcast, where normally we would put out three podcasts on a Friday, on a Saturday and a Sunday, one on Friday, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. But this week, due to the idiocy of Megafat, aka me, due to technical issues, due to family issues, we're going to be putting out one today. That's all we're going to do. And we'll be back to normal service next week. So in this one episode, you are going to get the strangest game show on a podcast channel anywhere in the world. You're going to get the strangest views on football in the podcasting world. And you're going to get the strangest, craziest, most overrated points on wrestling in just one podcast. To so keep listening. Remember to like, share, comment, do everything you possibly can to promote us. Because this is the Fat Versus Thick Football Challenge Wrestling Game Show. Podcast Talking Point. Oh, let's go with it. Yes, we are here. It is Sunday morning, and I'm sounding a bit Barry White. And he's sounding I don't know what you're sounding like, but he's on. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm probably sounding just normal enough. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no, yeah, just, Andy, yeah. 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 It's, it's funny when when you challenge him to a question, a that he doesn't know, or b that he's lying about. Right, you can tell. Right, and the reason why is because he goes from his normal voice, yeah, yeah to <laughs> it is this little, like, little high pitched, like squeal thing and it's funny so listen out for that today ladies and gentlemen listen out for that today and i promise the word faction will only be used once today not the 10 times or 20 times it was used last week right i know it's sunday morning we've had a strange weekend of football yet again in the world of the barclays um premier league but how about this right we are not going to talk about that. We're going to try and steer away from that because we're going to do that for next week. What we're going to try and do is talk about everything before that. Okay? Everything right up to three o'clock Saturday yesterday. Right? We're going to talk about that. After three o'clock, we're going to talk about it in the next show. Is that okay? That's fine by me. That 's fine by you, okay, but are what we are going to start off with is we 're going to start off with the um the game show, the fat versus thick game show, because this is where we are challenging we we, we decided we, every year we 've either done something and we 've forgotten it halfway through or we 've just given up or we've just i don 't know whatever happens, it happens this year we 've decided that we are going to actually see this whole game all the way through fat versus thick all the way through and we 're actually going to have a forfeit, which i 'm going to talk to you about in a moment. <coughs> excuse me right and right not only we're just doing a fat versus thick and you would think that was just one game no we've picked one two three four five different ways of scoring five different ways of scoring right which is really difficult but i'll keep on top of it but we're going to score this and the person with the highest points will win and then the person with the lowest points is a forfeit. Now, when we started this, we were sitting down, and we were going to do a forfeit where it was going to be, um, it was going to be something like we wear our, uh, the away top of our local rivals to our football team. So, for me as a Grimsby fan, it would have been Lincoln, Hull, or Scunthorpe, and for you as a Leicester City fan, it would have been Coventry, Derby, Forest. Okay, and we would have had to <clears throat> have these and wear them wherever. We go, and I'm thinking that's not probably the best forfeit we could do. Do you think? No, you're not changing it, are you? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put that to a vote between me and you. I'm thinking, right, what we do is we give the person who's leading the chance to come up with a forfeit. Now, we've got until Christmas to think of it each, so we're going to come up with a forfeit within ourselves, yeah? yeah. So you're going to think of a forfeit, I'm going to think of a forfeit. Right? And on Christmas, on our Christmas special... What we're gonna do is we are going to announce what that forfeit's gonna be. Okay? So it's gonna be the forfeit to end forfeits, or <clears throat> it's gonna be a forfeit that we can afford. Either way, it's gonna be a good forfeit, right? So it's gonna be one. So if I'm gonna say challenge you to wear a football top, I'm gonna to have to I'm gonna to have to fork out for that. Does that make sense? Yeah because it's my challenge yeah because it's my challenge so therefore i think if we we've got to come up with a good challenge i've got i mean i'm thinking i might just stick you in a goal and i shoot balls at you until i hit you 10 times (laughs) yeah Yeah. i I think that might be one of them you know and then you could come up with something completely different you could say mega fact you you know you can't eat for a day you know what i mean because you know that's gonna you know i'm gonna be struggling with that one okay but there's there's this so we've got to look at what that other person's gonna be struggling at. Okay? Yeah. So that's I think that's what we're gonna do. Okay. We could still do the the shares if that's the best thing we could do. Uh, you know, that's where we're gonna go with it. But if not, we're gonna come up with the forfeit. So that'll be on our Christmas special, which will be coming up, where we're gonna be talking about the whole whole shebang of everything that we're doing. Are you okay with that? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Perfect. Right, so let's move swiftly on. So we're doing obviously we're just gonna quickly talk about the game that we did. Now we did uh last time we did do um the top goal scorer uh for the Crystal Palace versus um uh Aston Villa game. You predicted Zaha, I predicted Watkins, and it was neither of them. So we ended up with no points. Done dusted. We'll come to that in a minute where we are going to probably, because it's Sunday, it is 10.34am on Sunday. What we're going to try and do now is we're going to try and predict a first goal scorer from a Sunday game. Okay? So we have Aston Villa versus West Ham, Wolves versus Newcastle, or Nottingham Forest versus Tottenham. I'm going to let you pick the game, sir. Which game do you think? We'll do Forest and Tottenham. Nottingham Forest versus Tottenham. Okay. So as you pick the game, I'm going to pick the goal scorer. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to regret this due to the fact that I have them in my fantasy. T- no, 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 no. I'm not. No, I'm not going to go for those ones. I'm going to go for Son. Just simple. Son is going to be the first goal scorer in this match. Done. So, who you got?
1: For? <laughs> I was actually going to gonna pick the same. I think Forrest will score in this one. Yeah, but I don't think they'll open open the score, and I think. Um, so, are you going for Son as well? Um, I'll
0: go for Kane. Both, both. <laughs> spurs guy if you watch it'll be forrest and johnson or something now anyway um so that's the game that kicks off at uh, half past four today so this podcast will be out before then so therefore it will prove that we didn't just do this during the game anyway kane and son they're the first goal scores that we can go for okay right i was thinking of giving in the white flag this week um due to the fact that you are just flying on fantasy football, both on the draft, both on. You know, it. It just seems like you are absolutely one hundred and ten percent flying, and I am not jealous at all. Yes, I am. <laughs> but so we're going to the fantasy fantasy uh, scores. So actually, before we do that, how do you think your team did last week? Anyway, uh,
1: not this week. That's last week.
0: Last week, yeah. Not this week. Forget this week. Yeah,
1: this week, yeah. Uh, pretty well. The, the, the top score was one hundred and ten, I think, from absolutely heavy one. Yeah, I was close to
0: that, sixty five. Sixty five in the end. Uh, well, I got fifty four. So let me go. You find your scores. While I'll, I'll talk about mine. So last week on game week three, I got fifty four with the average being forty eight. The highest was one hundred and eighteen.
1: Sixty seven. Um, I have
0: got sixty seven. Okay, there you go. So he got so base. Yeah, so I got fifty four. He got sixty seven. Um, and and you know, for me, right, I got people in there like Trent Alexander Arnold, who's scored zero, Diaz with one, Emerson with one, you know, uh, you know, and and I'm just looking at it, and I'm thinking, I've got to make some rash decisions here this week. I've got to make, I, I, and I admit, on the Monday, uh, Monday evening, uh, sorry, Tuesday morning, was it after the Monday evening game, I basically went in there and I did some transfers um i brought in harland and i got rid of greenish and i got rid of uh wilson because wilson's injured he's out until the 11th and i'm 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 sitting there and i'm like okay i've got to get rid of him, so i got rid of him, and i made the rash decision and i put trent alexander arnold on the bench and i I changed my team and then all week right up until about half two no 12 o'clock it was I, i i i managed to pick my team and i sent it over to uh sent it over to uh, mr thick and i put it onto our social media and i was i was happy and then after five past three i was like i need to change my team but you can't that's the rules anyway but you were saying just before we came in there that how it's taken over our lives a little bit it has. I sit there and just think, oh, what, what
1: fixtures are coming up? I'll have a look at my phone of fixtures and then what I've got in my team, my Super Six as well, you know, predicting the scores. I'm always thinking it in my head.
0: You know, you're it's going quite, out somewhere
1: yeah. in the car and then you think about it. You think, well, I can't wait to get home to sort my team out, see what I've got. That's see it. See what yeah. I'm picking. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It's, 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 I didn't think it would affect me like this, but it has in a good way.
0: Do you know what I mean? It's given me another reason to like football again. Do you know what I mean? It's it's it's. I'm watching it and I'm trying to you know do this because not only is it picking the right formation, the right people in those right formations, but also picking your captain and your vice captain. You know they are as just as important. You you don't just pick a captain for the whole season. You know your captain could pretty much change week in week out depending on who's playing. You know, if 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 your captain is playing, say, a Man City or a, or a Liverpool, you 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 don't go. Oh, I'm not going to put them in because then are they going to score? You know, many points and stuff, and 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 just for me, that is exciting because it's like how many points. I'm being in. I'm in a couple of leagues and like you're trying to build yourself up. I mean, I have a work league and I I was twenty second. At the start of this weekend, and at the moment, I'm not going to talk about it. But the the rise at the moment has been phenomenal. That's all I'll say. The rise yeah. at the moment has been phenomenal. Um, and in and and, and looking at our blunder Premier League, I mean, the, the you know there's only five in there at the moment, but my God, it's so exciting. So, your team? How did so your team last week? How did they do? Uh yeah, I've just said that, haven't I? <laughs> Sixty-five. Uh
1: sixty-seven, sorry. Yeah, but so why,
0: no. why yeah, but why? Why why did they do so well?
1: well? I had Madison as captain. I think he scored, didn't he? Um yes. got fourteen yep. points. So Odegaard scored as well, sixteen points. But nothing from Trent. Um Martinez from Villa got ten. Uh yeah. Damari Gray, he scored again nine points. Watkins 6, Vardy, 2. So yeah, there's there's players who are doing the job for me. Um, very, very
0: proud. <laughs> yeah, you—you've seemingly got the. Again, this is the key to to fantasy football. It's finding that diamond in the rough. You know, not once would you ever think something like Odegaard Over, would be so good, or you know, um, you know, looking at you, you know, looking at your team, you know, Watkins, Vardy, you know, these, you know, Vardy years ago probably would have been a, on everybody's team sheet, but now he's coming to that, air, you know, where he is, and also. With Leicester, you know, the, he still could be a diamond in the rough. He still could be a diamond in the rough. Um, and, you know, Anderson as well. What a fantastic player he is. You know, it's a great find. Um, you know, I mean, against Liverpool, he was outstanding. Yeah, I first um, spotted
1: him in the first game of the season against Arsenal. And I thought yeah. I just thought to myself, I like that player. I like I like the way he's defending and things. <laughs> well, one thing I do, I didn't do. Um, on the previous week game is St. Maximin uh, didn't play him and he got thirteen points. So just imagine if I played him in place of Diaz, who got two, or or um, Vardy, who got two, or
0: someone who yeah. got one. You know, you know, you you could add a five five man midfield, replace Diaz with that thirteen points there. Um, Takeaway: so you had twelve points, pretty much. So you would have gone up to, you know, a, a seventy eighty point game really I would you know that would have been a huge point and a huge lead and I'm so glad you didn't do it <laughs> you are aren't you really am so glad so the point so far at the moment zero for the first goal scorer because we haven't got that Um, the uh, fantasy 67 to 54 which was another increase there of 13 points you beat me by 13 points Ooh. it's a, big one. It's a big one not good not good <laughs> fantasy draft we are doing that but it's a little bit more different obviously there's a lot of people in the fantasy draft um teams um so what happened is that we had i think we've got um we've got 12 teams in there which was great because we've got 12 people in there uh and the league at the moment well the league uh you know i was lower down in the division i was around about eighth and you were uh Fifth in the league, so that, uh, uh, sorry, yeah. so you were no, no, you were third in the league in this one, oh, yeah. Uh, don't, yeah. Shh, don't tell people that's going next week. Um, yes, so, uh, for game week three, Mr. Dean, uh, you scored a whopping 33 points. You had Sanchez in goal, fantastic goalkeeper, doing what he needs to do to keep up the scores. Uh, Diane from Aston Villa, so, uh, so far. Uh, scholar, scholar, I can't speak this one. <laughs> Satellite says, do <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, you, you bat, but your back line only got you four points. Your midfield, nice. your midfield, uh, got you, um, uh, seven points. couldn't work that out quickly enough. And your strikers, uh, got you 14 points. So, you know, nice. Your midfield and your strikers are doing well. So, it was your midfield. Have you done any transactions? um
1: no but i need to
0: yeah
1: um, I, I need to find out how to do it as
0: well because right. um that's what this that's what it shows all about okay yeah. so right i'm gonna let me just go to the draft board uh i'm just on the draft board now on my phone so give me a second when we go through this so when you get to the you go to the draft game right and then this is more yeah and you go yeah. on to press on transactions okay yeah. Uh, and then you, right, you'll see there it says search player or view uh, all players, sort by points, all players will, uh, wish list and proposed. Okay. Now, if you click on here, show available players. These are the players that you can then transact, uh, tra- uh, can transfer in, should we say? Yeah? yeah. Now there is a lot on there that you've been looking at. Going, hmm, should I bring them in? Should I not bring them in? Do, do, I, do I bring them in? Blah, blah blah blah. Right. All you need to do is press sign. All right, so if I so right now, I'll give you this one. Um, um, there's Lewis doing on there. So if I press the sign, it will then come up with my defenders that I might want to change out: Cancelo, James, Varan, Cucurella, or me. Okay, and then I'll just click on me, and then it will do that. And then what will happen is that will wait. Now, if I go into it and I can see, because I can then go into if I go into the trends, I can see what's proposed and go oh look at that dean wants to buy um doink now if i haven't doink. done any <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um if if um if if i want that player i can put in that same proposed trade now if i've not done any and you've done one you'll i'll get the player does that make sense Ah, yeah Yeah. But if I've done none, you've done none, it will look at the person with the lowest points in the league and say, right, you're lower than that person. So therefore then that person gets the the player. Yeah? Yeah. So it's all about just trying to pick. So I've done quite a few trades. I think I've done two each week. Um, And I've brought in a couple of different players. I really do need to get rid of Dakar from my team at the moment. I don't think... um, just do not think they're going to do do um, anything good this this time. So
1: That's the hard thing about draft, isn't it? You know, some people have got a player that you want to sign and you can't and yeah. your hands are tied and you're like, oh, no. So you just have to go with the best of the rest that you think will yeah. do well.
0: Yes, so um, so that's basically what we're gonna do in there. So you got thirty three, I got twenty eight. Again, another big, huge swing. There are five points. Super six. I think I'm seemingly doing pretty well on that. I've I've had at least a correct score, at least one correct score each week at the moment, and I have seven points there. You had two. And on FIFA, now FIFA is normally where I was going to bring back this point, so I thought we were going to play a couple... Know, we were looking at playing eight games, we ended up playing five, and I'm like, well, I, I can at least, least get 15 points here because, you know, I'm on fire. And then you turn up and beat me three games, and I only beat you in two, so you score nine points, I score six, making the total for the week 111 points to you and 95 to me. A, <sighs>
1: for me.
0: a whopping... I mean, just, 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 just think about this. That's 11 point. Uh, so that's, um, so, uh, the 16 point swing, a 16 Massive. point swing, Right. 16 point swing. So you were already in head. So I'll just do the scores. I'm on 289 points. You're on 312 moving up from last week. Last week, you were only seven points ahead. You're now 23 points ahead. 23 points ahead. Yeah. I've Can got to put <clears throat> Well, we've got FIFA tonight. We've got... Uh, we'll see how we're doing in the Fantasy League. Hopefully, Son's going to score for me. Give me that extra 10 points to bring back. That's 10. If I get that, that's 10 points I've already drawn in. 10 points I've already drawn in on you which is fantastic, right? Fever tonight, I'm going to be practising all day long. I'm going to get there. I'm going to kick your ass. 15 points for me there. So there's, there, I've got 25 points, which means I can move ahead of you. Done. Finished. We're sorted. As long as you don't beat me in any of the fantasies, draft, or Super 6. But you'll find out that next week on Friday, when we're back to our normal scheduled podcast.
1: Yeah, Absolutely.
0: Right, we're going to take a quick, short break, and then when we come back, we're going to be talking the only topic that we can talk about right now: Wesley Fontana. And in the immortal words of my favourite podcast, Fake Doctors' Real Friends, Mister Vason and Brath, we're back. Yes, welcome back. This is the What Put Together podcast for everybody because we we made a boo-boo last week. So it's just one podcast this week, whereas next week we'll be back to our normal schedule three. We've done our predictions. Now we're just going to quickly talk about football where we've got just pretty much one topic at the moment. I mean, next week we'll probably be having a a few more, but this one is just so we can get something in. And that's going to talk about players, but most... Just just one in particular, and that's Wesley Fontana from Leicester City Football Club. I mean, do you want to um, give a quick update, Dean, on what's going on? Yeah, now, if if we did this podcast
1: uh, earlier in the week, things would have changed by now because the whole story and things have changed. It's, I don't know if it's been confirmed yet or there are reports that Fafana has signed for Chelsea now. I think there was a, a, um, a, an agreement. But not it's not written down or anything. Oh, I can't
0: find the word vocal <laughs> agreement. <laughs> it's, it's it's a verbal it's a verbal agreement and not, and not a contracted one at this precise moment in time. Yes. Yeah, I believe it's seventy five million plus uh, add-ons.
1: But I, I just want to talk about um, for Farner and players. We've seen one before this at, at Leicester City throwing their dummy out of the pram because they want to go to a bigger club yet they've said before they love the club they love the fans they want to stay here it's like a family and then they sign a five-year contract before saying I want to go and not turning up for training and just saying they're not in the right frame of mind to f- play football that's the short version of it to be honest what Fafana's done forcing the do do move
0: yeah uh, and, and you know I think think I think since the Bosman ruling, and I, I, I'm pretty much can remember exactly where I was on the day that the Bosman ruling had been, you know, passed in the courts, and it was passed, and it was going to be implemented. I was in a video shop, and they had the the Sky Sports news on because they had Sky Sports in the in, in them days, and um, it was it just announced that this is what was going to happen, and I I I remember thinking at that time, even though I was so young, I sat down and I was just like this is going to change football. It's going to give players more power and and it's taken a while for it to get there. Um, But it has, hasn't it? If you think about it, you look at all the football players out there now doing what they have to do. I mean, let's go. We don't, we could go back, you know, um, so far back in, in history to, to, to look and see how players have reacted. But if you look even in just in last January's transfer window, you know, where pierre uh, um uh, um uh, arsenal player a yeah yeah um how he wanted to go to barcelona right and they were talking there was nothing agreed nothing agreed at all but he was filmed on and then put out on twitter that he was he arrived in you know Barcelona he arrived in Barcelona before anything was agreed and you watch the Arsenal documentary and you can see Eddie who is the you know the person who deals with all the transfers was like is he what he was doing is he was trying to force that move I'm here you're gonna sign it because I'm here and in the end they had to terminate his contract and, and 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 that's how Barcelona got him. Um, they saved millions from it because of obviously how much they would have had to pay, and um, Barcelona saved millions. But but he forced their hand. We could go back and back and back over different times of seeing all of this, you know. And 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 but 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 what I want to point out is, if I didn't turn up for work and I never told my work for the reason why I was not turning up for work, there is a huge chance that I could be sacked. Easy, understood, right? And then when I am looking for references, they're not going to give me a reference. They're not. I am not going to get a better job anywhere else. I am going to have to start at the bottom and work my way back up again. Footballers don't have that because he's now trying to move to a bigger, better club. Other clubs will want him. You know, I am surprised. You know, he hasn't been linked with a Manchester United yet, or or Real Madrid, or anything because if they're not allowed to go to Chelsea, why is not my new coming in and hijacked it? You know, get rid of. You know, because at the moment there's talk of Harry Maguire going to Chelsea. Right? Why don't Manchester United hijack this one? I don't I, I don't get it. Yeah. But but anyway, moving on. He threw his, his I mean, he was then put down into you know the under twenty threes. He was training with them, wasn't training with the first team. In a way that sets just a set example, but also because he's still within the club, he's 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 literally still going to be the poison that's gonna make everybody else not thinking the correct way.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, we spoke to it, spoke about it in a previous po- podcast, didn't we, with uh, Ronaldo being the possible poison of, of Man United. Uh, this is slightly different, but it's still the same thing. You know, he's, he was still... Now, I, I don't know how to say it because I don't think anything's been fully, fully confirmed yet. They say it's... it's Done deal, but nothing has confirmed yet saying he's a Chelsea player now. But he's still in Leicester City, he's still around. So there's still that, when reporters come to the stadium, they're still asking about Fofana. They're still asking about that. The players can't get their head focused on, on the next game because there's all this all this stuff around, around one player. And uh, uh, what Brendan Rodgers said, we've got to concentrate on what we have and, and what we've got. And not for Fauna. There's one thing saying that, but it's another thing actually doing it.
0: Yeah. And and do you know something, I was thinking of this, I was thinking of this yesterday. The timing of the announcement about that they had a, a reached an agreement came at eleven minutes past two. You know, that's roughly fifty minutes before, you know, just less than fifty minutes before the match, if you think about it, right? That win that would have got through to the players. Right, and we're not going to give anything away because obviously, obviously, everybody knows it anyway. But the, the performance from the city team was not great. Let's put it that way. It was not great, and could that have had an effect on it? Possibly. Could that have had an effect on Brendan because he's he wants him, he wants to keep him, but obviously, it's been reported. There's no, there's no, there's no proof in this, but it's been reported that. He, you know, there is no money to build a team. Well, if he, if, if they're getting the money, which is between 70 and 75 million, so it's 70 million with add-ons and they reckon it's not going to go above 75 million, which is not what Leicester really wanted. They wanted the 80, 85 million, okay? So this is 10 million less. It could be the 80, and we're only being told it's 75 to to give Chelsea a bit of face. But how much is he going to get of that to build his team? Because... Leicester are looking at building a big stadium. They, they've got all the money involved in that, the new stadium that they're going to be building. I mean, the problem with this is you're going to build a big stadium, but you're probably going to have a team in the championship if you don't start to, you know, go into it. So this has probably affected Brendan's thought process on what um, on what could happen. Because it came out, Chelsea did it. I think Chelsea leaked it. That's my own opinion. Chelsea leaked it at the worst possible time. After the match, it would have been, you know, after the match, it would have been better. After that match, if it came out that this had happened, that's fine. But right now, this has gone through. And somewhere along the line, someone would have got a text from their beloved or whatever they're doing, and it would have said, oh, where's he signed? And then that's gone through the team. And, and people like Barnes, Madison, you know, Tillemans, all oh, right, if that's how we get out, the, if that's how we get out of this team, that's what we've got to do. And it was in their minds. I think
1: Definitely, that is, yeah. and think oh, you know when we're going to see when we're going to see him off and stuff. They're obviously friends with him because they played with him.
0: <laughs> when we're going to see him off? When we're going go well, no, no, to? No. I, 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 I don't. I don't think it's got anything to do with them seeing him off. Because I mean, I mean, crying out loud, they 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 don't train all the long, and they they all get to see each other, and they will all probably live near each other. And yeah,
1: but what I mean is, it's took the mind off the 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 game that's about to happen. You know they've they've probably had a game plan, and then the Reds go somewhere else, and then you're thinking, well, you, do you
0: know what I mean? I kind of get that, but I don't think that's what's on their mind. I, I I really honestly think that their 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 forethoughts or their thoughts are, I don't want to be in this failing team now. We're near the bottom of the table. They are literally right. If West Ham win, they will be bottom. Right? Yeah. And uh- and, and and they want out. So they're now thinking, how do I get out of this team? It's failing. How do I get out of this team? Well, I'm going to throw my dummy out the pram.
1: Uh, I think that's definitely on Yuri's mind. Well, yeah, he but... said he's, he don't want to be He was not signed a contract. So he's going to possibly, I'm not sure, because people say he's more professional than Fafana, but he's going to look at what Fafana did. And it was so quick coming around as well, and, and how it happened that Chelsea won him mm. and then they've got him. And he's gonna look at that and think, maybe do I do
0: the same to force a move? So the the question is, the question here really then is, um, is is football players? Do we do, you, you know do we start to not believe in them and just support the team and just you know, whoever's there you know don't get their names on the back of the shirts because obviously you're gonna have kids who love this Wesley and they're gonna have his name on the back of the shirt. Well, just get a shirt and put your name on the back, and 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 just that way, then because you're gonna support that team forever.
1: That's what I've always done. Got my name on the back of the shirt, but I think you could ask as well. Within your question, is there too much player power nowadays? And I think there is. Yeah, well, know, I, I, it was something like that I found out earlier. years ago. Yeah, like like you said earlier, in, in our jobs we don't have that much power. No, we have to we have to turn turn up in some people's every day some people three days some people five days we have to turn up we get paid and then and then we come home yeah they they don't have to do that he's not been training he thought I'm not turned up for training still gets paid what some of us don't even earn in, in what two years <laughs> some people yeah. only earn it in one year and he earns that in a, in a week he doesn't turn up for training throws his dummy out of the pram says he's not in the right mind to play football but still yeah. gets paid. And then he's been told to train it with the under-23s, rightly so, but he still gets paid. Yeah. And he wants to go for a, for a bigger wage.
0: Yeah, which he will well, do. Which,
1: which, which, which is what we'll get. As a Leicester fan, goodbye. We don't want you in the team if you don't want to play for, for this club.
0: Yeah. And, you know... You know, he. I mean, just think about it. Right, right now, I'll, I'll, we'll give the table right now. So at the moment, West Ham are bottom with minus five for their goal difference, but they do have a game in hand. So the Wolves, Leicester are bottom with one point on uh, second to bottom, one point minus four goals. But if I say if West Ham win today and Wolves win today, you 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 in you 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 already and the the performances haven't been good enough to give the fans anything extra to push out and say "Right, we have got something coming we are going to do well so the most important part now thursday is the day i believe it's always wednesday or thursday is the last day of the transfer window okay that that, that's that is your most important thursday is the most important day okay Mm -hmm. For will they be able to to push anything through? Does it happen on on midnight the first or midnight the? I think the cut off is eleven. Time. It's normally like eleven p.m. Okay, um, before September it, the first. No, so the last day would be like eleven p.m. before the second. So if it closes yeah. on the on the first, it'll, if it closes first say say eleven o'clock on the first, it'll be like that. They will have yeah, the opportunity. But... For, so they've got a couple of days now. Yeah, because we but... play Manchester United on Thursday. I don't know if that will
1: affect. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, things <laughs> in a way it, it might do won't it well again
0: the problem is right it's uh, this is the problem with the transfer window being open during the season right right now you have a team that you've got and you've now got to go out and buy players to fit into that position and if they don't fit in Vestergaard being one of them right you had to have that and, and again how funny is this right the time you got Vestergaard last season was because of Wesley think about that yeah. He had a broken leg last year in the, in the last pre-season game. So you've had to go out and, and find somebody there.
1: That's the thing as well. We've,
0: we've nursed him back from a broken leg. Yeah, That's but you, again, again, every team will do that. That's not a thing that Leicester would do on their own. That's every team. So the problem is you've paid him, you've brought him into the Premier League. And this is, you know, even uh, uh, we've got, I mean, look at some of the players that you've that, that have left, okay? You know, a lot of them have stayed there a little bit longer than probably what they should have done. They still wanted to move, but they didn't throw their dummies out. This is a, this, this is a whole new level of crap. Whole new level of crap. Okay. Anyway, we've talked about it for long enough. Um, just want to go back to, um, 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 the fat versus fit game just want to say this is a double week game isn't it if you think about it a double week game we've got to do our teams before uh the tuesday yeah because yeah. um obviously there's a double week game so we might this might be the time to use your captain triple captains because you've got two weeks and it runs for that whole game week which is two games yeah, gonna be interesting it's so tactical <laughs> it's unbelievable right okay we're going to take another short break and when we come back we're going to do it really quickly we are going to be talking about WWE and the possible return of somebody Thank you for joining us. Thank you for staying with us here on this crazy show. Obviously, next week, we will be going back to our Schedule 3 podcasts. One on Friday, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. And this is the part which normally happens on a Sunday, the wrestling show. We're going to do this pretty quickly because we don't want to be going over a certain amount of time. But, Mr. Dean, you, you sent me a uh, a uh, a nice image on uh instagram and no get your gutted it out the gut it wasn't that he isn't like that <laughs> um uh, what was the image what was it what was what were you trying to tell me
1: bray wyatt and the second image was of the fiend and it's reported nothing confirmed yet they reported that triple h loved the character
0: and is looking to bring him back in a multi-million deal i i again if i was triple h i would do the same um I also read the, I think it was uh, Saturday Morning. I read Saturday Morning as well uh, on the Smackdown, which was going to be aired. Um, Butch came back in his old attire.
1: I've also read that as well, and uh, I think that's good. I didn't like the character that they gave him, you know, it's sort of like a peaky blinders thing next to Sheamus. Just because he's from Birmingham. I
0: mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, it's just what the
1: Yeah, I, I like the old Pete Dunn and I liked I liked the bruiser weight, you know, how yeah. aggressive he was and stuff like that. And I think most people do. And you could see what was happening with with Pete Dunn slash Butch. He he was gonna do the the same thing that NX that do with NXT wrestlers. He's gonna be by, by the side of Sheamus and then he's gonna drift off and,
0: and can to be forgotten and uh, do you know to um, me do you know, do you know I, I i i as much as i love the fiend character and i really did love the fiend character you know i love the you know the firefly house you know um for me that was great but i thought i got a lot more from the wyatt family now obviously they probably couldn't bring that back due to um the circumstances that have happened um but for me the Bray Wyatt character and the family. The f- um, again, I did promise at the beginning we weren't going to use the word faction only, only once, but we we're going to use it. That faction was brilliant. You know what I mean? And and it was, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Like you, there's there's more mystery
1: around the Wyatt family. Like sort of, where did they come from? When they're doing promos, they're always in the woods. Who is Sister Abigail? Are they ever going to bring her out? What happened? And as soon as it w- as long as it went on, we found out a bit more about the, the White family. I don't know if the sort of ran into a rut with the with the writing. What more could they write there? But I found more than than the fiend. The fiend's just a monster, isn't he? With sort of the split personality of Bray when he goes into the, the Firefly Funhouse. It's, yeah,
0: yeah. I I think if they're gonna if they're gonna go with the Bray side of it, you've got to have matches where Bray's fighting as Bray a lot more. And then when he needs to win something big and he can't, he just can't set that roadblock. That's when you bring out the fiend. That's when the fiend. Like uh, Finn Balor with the demon. Yeah. 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 And, and, and and again, for me, that may be too close to that line. Maybe, maybe that's what they've done with this judgment day where they're not going to bring that, you know, the demon back. And that'll be a, that'll be something, you know, 10 years down the line when the, when everybody's marking out, um, but, yeah, I, I, I just think it's great that they're bringing him back. I mean, there was reports that he was going to AEW and even said in the statement that there was a lot of contract talks between AEW and Bray um, about moving over to there because who wouldn't want him? Everybody would want him. Um, yeah. And
1: I think it's a win-win for, for whoever signs him because everyone loved him. You look at the merch
0: sales as well; they'll, they'll go through the roof. It to me, to me, and, and, and I'm only saying this because this is the type of person, type of character that I am, Um, and that is, uh, I, I'm more about the the showmanship, the entertainment side of it. You know, yeah. the, the lights going off, boom, 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 boom. Somebody appear, boom. you know, it's that for me is what excites me. That moment. The match really doesn't. Does that make sense? I I enjoy some of the wrestling, but it's got to be a story within it. I don't just like, or, you know, I'm watching a lot of this stuff on AEW, you know, uh, the Will Ospreay stuff. Now, Will Ospreay, is probably the most gifted wrestler that I have ever watched, and and people out there, you can tell me others, and and I'll agree. I mean, Eddie Guerrero was one, but I'm not going to use him right now. But and you know his his move sets, the way that he can, he's so acrobatic. You know, he he can yeah. do a move, and it looks amazing, but there's no reason for it. It's just a way of showing them. It's it to me that's more of a dance than a story. To me. Yeah. You know, you can see what's going to happen, yeah? And there's a lot of things that he's done before in the past, say with Ricochet or or, or any others, that he's putting in the same moveset in this match. I was watching him, I'm like, well, I know what he's doing here, and it's the the way that he does it, and the way that he... And, he's just there. and the setup for them are so poor, you know? Because he's thinking more about the move than the wrestling. Does that make sense? I mean, he'll he'll reach heights that I will he's reached heights right now that I've never reached, and he'll probably reach higher, and he's getting paid a lot more. And he is so goddamn talented. And and I'm jealous of how talented he is. I will never be able to do any of those moves. Um so that's not good. But what I what I don't like about him is I don't get the meaning behind some of them. There's a lot of moves where you sit down and you think, mm, okay. Um, that's a bit on. you know, there's a few things that I would love to, you know, take from him, but there's a few things I'd love to give to him and say, look, try this, this, you know, show me the reason why, you know, show me this story story
1: behind it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And and, and... making it believable in the, in the ring as well. Yeah. Like if, if you get two people who hate each other and there's a long story, make it, make it a a battle, make it real brutal to to make it believable that they really
0: hate each other. Yeah. And I, and I also think as well, that that's where they went wrong with Bray because they made him so undefeatable. So he took a move and he didn't sell it or he didn't need to sell it. They tried to make him the undertaker from the nineties, which didn't need to happen. Yeah. What he, what what he needs to be is just brutal. He just needs to be. Yeah. You see him
1: beating Brock Lesnar, and Brock can't beat him, and and Brock's regarded as the the biggest beast in in the company. And then he gets beat by Randy Orton. Yeah. What's
0: believable there? And again, he needs to be able to be beaten by everybody at any point, but what he needs is he needs those clever tricks, the lights going off, the, you know, the... You know, the match that he had with John Cena during lockdown, where obviously they could do this whole camera stuff, pretty similar to the, you know, the Boneyard match that Undertaker had. You know, things like that are what he's going to be great at. You know, if you don't enjoy rest, if you don't enjoy that style of it, then wrestling entertainment isn't where you want to be, you know. But for me, he just needs something. He needs that, you know, needs that thing being a great wrestler losing to the people yeah that's fine losing isn't all about you know winning isn't everything in wrestling the loss could still count for more because you could lose and that opportunity is you know you could then get over on that person or you could attack them backstage or you know you've got an opportunity to do so much more with a loss than you have with a win
1: Mm -hmm. i think that's that's why the 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 birth of the theme was was so good because there there'd be a match going on in the middle of the ring the lights go down he comes out and attacks tax text, text Jerry lawlor yeah and and kept kept happening in between matches the lights go down and he attacks someone
0: else or he does something but they, they, but again, what was the reason for attacking Lawler? you know what i mean let's have a reason, you know what i mean it's that it's it's that that's that that's it for me right We can do all these fancy moves, you can do all these flips off the top ropes but what's the reason I, I I'm loving the fact that Dexter's coming back and he's attacking the is okay. Yeah. But what's the freaking reason we'll find, hopefully there's a reason and we'll find out maybe I've missed it, but what's the reason wrestling for me is all about having a reason why you've done everything. I'll use, are you still, you know, in training. So I, I am still training to, to be, to be a wrestler, um, just purely because it keeps me fit. Um, but we do a thing called what we call is a drop down. Yeah. Uh, Now, a lot of wrestlers use that as a drop down for whatever reason. What's it there for? Well, they say it's there to trip somebody. But if you're just dropping down in the middle of the ring and I'm running, I'm just going to step over you, which is what normally happens anyway, right? But when Eddie Guerrero would do it, if you watch, he would slide into them. Him and Regal used to slide into these people to look like they were trying to knock them off their feet. It was using their body to trip them, not just to drop down. This was a drop slide. And I've taken that on and I'm like, if I'm going to drop down, I'm going to slide towards you. And if you can't get over me, you're going to fall down. I'm just going to take that opportunity. But that's, that's what it's all about. That, why am I using that? I'm not using it as an avoidance. I'm using it as a weapon. This isn't an avoidance move to move out the way or to try and trip somebody. I'm going to use it and I'm going to slide into them. And I think that's the problem with some things in wrestling. I look at it and go, well, it's like when they do the jumps over the top rope, right? If I was on that, if I was on the apron side of it in a real life, would I stand there? No. Or would I try and catch them? No. I would move out the way because that's going to get me the win. And I'll tell you this now, right? I went to a show years and years ago, and I'm not going to mention the guy's name because as a human being, he's not worth mentioning. Um, Um, again, he's not worth it. Mention it. So I'm not going to mention his name, but there was a a person who, who um, had his rest as a wrestler, as a person in the ring, as his wrestling skill was great as a human being, as a person who is alive, he's not worth it. Okay. But I'm not going to go into his name. And we're at this show and there was people on the outside and he did a suicide dive over the top rope. And people moved out the way, and he landed on the floor. Yeah, he called that because that's exactly what would happen in real life. But I've, that's the only person I've ever seen do it, anyway. But that's what I'm saying. And that—that that still to this day, that was like ten years ago. No, not ten years. Eight years, five years ago. Five years ago came down pretty pretty much. That. Five years ago that I watched that, if not longer, maybe. Yeah, and it's that that move. Still, I can picture that move now. And I, even as it happened, I'm I. I still remember my reaction, which is, oh shit, is he all right? Was that meant to happen? As a wrestler, and probably even as the fan, they they were they were thinking the same. But when you th- when you think like that, you're in, you've drawn you in straight away into that whole thing, bang, uh, and um, yeah,
1: yeah. Just so realism, isn't it? Just adds to yeah, adds yeah, to that, yeah. Because it's he like called being, it like I said.
0: That's what would happen in real life. People move out the way, so they hurt yeah. themselves, and they're okay. Yeah, and, and and the reason, and when he hurt himself, who got the win? The person who moved out the way. They used yeah. that initiative to move out the way. It was perfection. And when 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 you spoke to him, yeah, I called that. That's what I wanted. That's what I needed because that's how I wanted to end the game. Is my stupidity of jumping over a bloody rope got the better of me? because you don't need it you do not need all this fancy stuff but a lot of people put it in uh, and and the crowd love it but they won't remember that they'll remember the 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 bits in between anyway we've talked about it triple h i think you are doing a fantastic job with wwe i think what you're doing bringing people back bringing back their old gimmicks absolutely fantastic and i cannot wait i cannot wait to see what happens it is going to be amazing
1: I don't Even think the, the dog can wait, either.
0: No, I was going to say the dog agrees with me on that one. Um, I think he's, you know, waiting for the, you know, waiting to see what happens on SmackDown because um, we haven't watched it yet. So we'll go and watch that anyway. What do you? What are your thoughts before we before we end this show?
1: Yeah, just to echo yours, really. Um, Triple H is doing a tremendous job. There's still a long way to go, and uh, SummerSlam's gone, isn't it? So that's that's the big one. The next big one. I would say it's the Royal Rumble on the road to, to WrestleMania. And then WrestleMania is looking so, like it will be an absolute belter because he's bringing back the old Kevin Owens. He's oh. bringing back, you know, getting rid of Butch and bringing back as Pete Dunne. He, he knows what, what people want and what people love. And he's he's doing that. Like I yeah. said, there's a long way to go. and to, to He's got a hell of a lot to sort out. But he's doing it. He's doing a great job at it.
0: Yeah anyway guys well thank you for listening before we actually before we go i want to say this to you i'm going to give you a talking point for next week live on here now and i'm going to put this out on um onto our social medias and i think you should put this out onto our onto our facebook page um if triple h could bring back any wrestler or any wrestler's character who would it be and why think about that for next week mr dean because yeah. um, i think that's an absolutely fantastic and we can see if we can predict who he could bring back and think about who he could bring back not what not not who you would like but then also think we'll, we'll talk about that anyway ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this i know it's been about 50 minutes worth of um audio it has been a three-in-one show we can only thank you for listening to this members, please like please share please give us some comments send it back to us it's dead simple all you gotta do is find us on social media which is for instagram and twitter it's At blunder underscore sports underscore that's the you know the little line at the bottom it's that underscore thing at the bottom, Uh, both on Instagram and Twitter. But for Facebook, what is it, Mister D? Blunder Sport. Simple as that. Simple as that. Like, share, do as much as you possibly can. Let us know what you think of the show, and we'll do our best to keep changing it. We are going to get better and better and better. Remember, this is our just our fourth show that we're doing. So uh, sorry, third show that we're doing. Um, So have a fantastic fantastic week we will see you next friday next saturday next sunday for our normal schedule show this has been the fat versus stick football question topic game show that's not really a game show it's just a talking topic but it's also about wrestling as well and we'll see you next week cheerio